Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. is condemned already because of the presence of evil within the creation. One day he's going to eliminate all of that. One day he will eliminate all evil. The Bible says that he is long-suffering and he's, he's waiting for the final few to be redeemed. God sent his son into the world to defeat evil and open a way of redemption for anybody who sincerely wants it. Imagine you're locked in a prison cell. You sit there day after day, year after year, with no hope of freedom. Then you realize that the door isn't locked from the outside, but from the inside. You can choose to free yourself. You can free yourself from sin and death as well, when you put your faith and trust in Christ. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans chapter 3 as he continues his message, Considering the Oracles of God. Now, as the Bible will make clear, God's Word merely exposes our imperfect nature to us. In other words, God's, God's law, the oracles of God, the Scriptures show us what perfection actually looks like, while at the same time confronting us with the reality that we're not capable of, of ever actually achieving it in and of ourselves. Verse 9 continues, and I'm bringing this to a conclusion, I promise. Another little ripple. He says, what then? Are we better than they? Not at all, for we've previously charged both Jews and Greeks that they all are under sin. As it is written, there's none righteous, no, not one. There's none who understands. There's none who seeks after God. They have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There's none who does good. No, not one. Their throat is an open tomb. With their tongues, they've practiced deceit. The poison of asps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they've not known. There's no fear of God before their eyes. Now listen, that phrase is one I want you to hold on to. There's no fear of God before their eyes. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10 tells us the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years of life will be added to you. Point number three, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Now, 
for you single men and women, this, this, this one is for somebody, I'm convinced. For you single men and women. Because you meet, you meet people along the way, and I'm amazed, you know, it's like how often I'll hear about this wonderful person, this wonderful spiritual human being, not a Christian, not following Jesus, oh, but just so wonderful and so spiritual and so wise. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by Him, He says, by me, your days will be multiplied and years of life will be added to you. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Listen, this idea of the failure to fear God is so vitally important because it's, it's a subtle danger that we all face. We, the danger of forgetting how much we need God. Even those of us who know Him and love Him, we are, we are constantly, I mean, it's just the relentless pressures of this life, the cares of this world, as Jesus worded it choke and stifle and, and diminish our, our conscious awareness of his, of his presence. See, see, it's not that God wants us to be afraid of his anger or afraid of his impatience, anything like that. No, no, no. He, what he wants is for us to live with a continual awareness of his love, his power, our need for his mercy, when Nicodemus the Pharisee asked Jesus about spiritual life, you know, Nicodemus was a teacher. He was, he was a leader among the Pharisees, a teacher of these oracles of God. But he recognized in Jesus something that he did not have, nor did he understand it. It's fascinating to contemplate. Think through that with me just for a second. I mean, here, who you've got this teacher of Israel, this leader among the Pharisees, and he goes to this young, relatively young, nobody, this carpenter from a place nobody respected. He was from Nazareth. I mean, he was a, he was a Galilean. He, he hadn't attended any of the rabbinical schools in Jerusalem. I mean, nobody had heard of this guy until he just shows up, till John the Baptist starts talking about him. And John the Baptist was himself a nobody from Galilee who started drawing crowds because he was a little weird and he was very bold. And Nicodemus goes to Jesus with questions about life, not just experience, not life in the sense of, you know, where, where should I, where do you think I should go to school? Which job do you think I should take? No, no, no. He was talking about life. How do you live forever? Is it possible? What do I got to do? Big stuff. And Jesus said to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, he said, God so loved the world. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We don't spend enough time considering the truth that God the Father sent Jesus not to judge you, to rescue you. Not to judge your next-door neighbor, but to rescue your next-door neighbor, your boss, 
whoever. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have life. Life that's permanent. Life that's complete. Life that is undiminished by time, undiminished by anything. Everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. A lot of the church has forgotten that. That's not the mission. Disgusting. No, that's not the mission. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Now, the world is condemned already because of the presence of evil within the creation. One day he's going to eliminate all of that. One day he will eliminate all evil. The Bible says that he is long-suffering and he's, he's waiting for the final few to be redeemed. God sent his son into the world to defeat evil and open a way of redemption for anybody who sincerely wants it. The Bible says that Jesus won the victory over evil. He won the, he won the victory over sin and death on behalf of all of humanity. So why would anybody want to continue living in defeat? If you are living in defeat right now, it's because the enemy has tricked you. The enemy is tricking you, just like he did Eve in the garden. He's tricking you because Jesus won the victory for you. If you're not walking in that victory over evil, over death, over sin, well then, you need to have a conversation with him about that right now. Right this very second, you just open your heart to him and say, I, I see it in the Bible. You were crucified. You came back to life. The keys to everything have been given to you. You, you, you said it in the Bible. All authority is now yours in heaven and on earth. is one of those books that you go to if you want the foundational pieces of Christianity. It provides you with the solid backbone of what to believe as a Christian. Today, you heard just one message from a whole series in the book of Romans. As you continue listening to these teachings, you'll notice God's intent and heart in bringing salvation to every lost soul. There are some verses in the final chapter that say, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. It's remarkable when you think about it. Have you gained some great insights from today's teaching? If you'd like to hear more messages like this one, check out our podcasts page at mainthingradio.com. You can also find us on Instagram. Follow the link on our website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too. If you have any questions about what you heard, or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 
2730. That's 305 531 2730. We're so glad you joined us today in the Book of Romans. Our time with you is about up, but we look forward to what God wants to teach each one of us next time. Connect with the Lord on your own and make sure to come back here for our next edition of Main Thing Radio.